Sometimes nothing is as it seems. That's what I remember thinking last October, six months that might as well have been a lifetime ago. That was before I lost my best friend. The night everything changed, Devin and I sprawled across a round concrete picnic table long enough for me, but his feet dangled over the edge. Although I lay with arms propped behind my head, Devin rested on his side, an elbow supporting him. The small town of West Martin was barely a dot on the Illinois map, a dot trying hard to fashion a bed-and-breakfast image instead of a boring lakefront community with two high schools, ten churches, and a handful of fast-food restaurants, none of which offered much entertainment. As such, most teens, like us, hung out in Lucy Park. Tonight, however, a cold front had lowered the temperature to 25 degrees, and most people had stayed inside. Still, we preferred the cold and liked the way the lights barely illuminated the darkness. Is your mom going to kill you? It's already after eleven. She's out with her fiancé, remember? I lifted my hands to my mouth and blew on my fingers. Cold? He scooted closer. More on the inside than the outside, I thought. The wind carried a distant burning smell, firewood, and I inhaled deeply, savoring the remembered warmth. I don't know why she's agreed to marry the jerk. I shook my head. He's going to leave her. Maybe not tonight, but sometime. Well, maybe you should lighten up. Devin tickled me. Maybe he'll hang around. Right. My dad didn't. He left years ago, and the other guys my mom dates haven't bothered either. Why would this one be any different? Cold air brushed my stomach where my shirt had pulled up. I tugged it down. He's a different person. Maybe you should get to know him and stop growling. <laughs> Easy for you to say, I snorted. Both your parents live under the same roof. I rolled my shoulders, trying to move from the unforgiving concrete cooling my back. You never wonder which state you're going to see on the postcard your dad sends. That see you soon is quite a closing, don't you think? It's not I love you, it's I'll see you soon. Tears seasoned my voice, deepening it. Devin leaned over me, his fingers dabbing the tears. Sorry, I should have kept my big mouth shut. Yeah, you should have. But since you're my best friend, I'll let you live. I swallowed hard, rubbing the concrete to take my mind off Devin's frown. He scrutinized my expression, knowing lately I'd gotten good at acting indifferently. If I couldn't trust my parents, I didn't know if anyone else was safe either. He finally lay back. I'm glad you let me live. Did you get your driver's license yet? Tomorrow, and it's not soon enough. I shifted closer, resting my head on his chest. You make a great pillow. Leaves crackled distantly as someone headed toward our table. Curious, I sat up and saw Kellen Morgan and Tyler Rutherford sauntering into view. Gee, the proud crowd coming out for a visit, I thought. Kellen, tall and broad-shouldered, sported his unbuttoned letter jacket and a dark sweater. The street lamp's far-off glow highlighted the short blonde hair feathering his face, 
framing his square jaw and blunt chin. Next to him, Tyler seemed diminished by his best friend's stature. He barely topped my height. Still, thanks to his free weight addiction, his chest seemed every bit as broad as Kellen's, but without the quarterback's glory. Kellen and Tyler stopped as they spotted us. Our gazes locked, and I looked away before embarrassing myself before two popular guys. And Devin. Swinging my legs over the table's side, I scooted from Devin, wondering what the jocks would make of us lying together. Hello, Sky, Kellen said. As he spoke, steamy funnels diffused into the air. Devin quickly sat up, hovering. Devin? Kellen added on. I waited for Devin to break the silence thickening like smoke, but my best friend remained quiet as though sizing them up. 